Today's episode was made possible by a less-than-generous donation from Little Boy's old-time candy chunks. Somewhere between taffy and not taffy lies the surprising texture of an old-school confection that'll leave you wondering what children were snacking on during the Great Depression. Your jaws will ache with delight from hours and hours of chewing and chewing. Grab hold of some Little Boy's old-time candy chunks, and they'll never let go. And... Happy anniversary. Hear that? Hear that sound? That's the sound of two champagne glasses clinking together uh, on account of we've been doing this four years. We just, we just, put, we, 200 episodes. This will be our 201 episode. Four years ago today, we decided to do a podcast. Well, we decided in January. It took us this long to get to it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, happy anniversary, Art. Yes, you too. Nice thought. Some champagne. I haven't done day drinking in. I know we got a day <laughs> days. Drink more. We got a day drink more. <laughs> <laughs> we have to day drink more during our podcast because this that the, the <laughs> shit's hitting the wall right well, now. Well, I'm surprised. We, we wouldn't be the only ones. I'm sure right now I in the middle. What might be World War Three? There's a real it possibility. Like it feels like we're already there. Yeah. Um, well, we just haven't gotten involved yet. Europe hasn't got really involved yet. Well, but. we are involved, I mean, in so many other ways. Mm. Um, this anonymous has cyber attacked major industries in, and uh, and then all, I mean, Netflix shut off all their, right. shut off Russia completely. Mm-hmm. Nike. All, there's Visa a, won't. Visa, yeah. MasterCard, mm-hmm. American Express will not work. Yep. It's just... Huge, yeah, and you know those oligarchs have ex- American Express, ever you know everything, right? Sure. So and um, some great stories about um, heroics that are just oh, it just it tugs it's amazing. Some it of tugs these your people. heart, but what I heard doing. a very funny one today. Well, it wasn't funny, but I thought it's that there's a guy, uh, an oligarch who has uh, his yacht moored in. Um, Somewhere in, I'm going to say, the Virgin Islands, somewhere down there. And um, he's, uh, he's got an engineer, uh, his mechanical engineer for the yacht, which they have to have a huge amount of staff to keep these boats afloat. And, right, and sure. Because yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're, not, they're not major ships. You know, they, got a, they have a lot of problems. Uh, his his major uh, his God I can't talk his um, engineer is Ukrainian. Oh, and uh, he was watching <coughs> the news and saw that? he was watching the news and saw his his building outside of Ukraine his apartment building being bombed. Oh my God! And uh, he went back and sunk the motherfucker. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Because <laughs> oh, the the oligarch that owns this thing uh-huh. is an arms dealer. Oh my god! So he she just and he he left the country, 
he flew into Ukraine. He flew into Poland and made his. Wow. He's volunteering into the army. There's over three thousand Americans in the last week that have volunteered and have flown, with military experience, have flown to Poland to go into Ukraine to volunteer. To That's work. amazing. Yeah. So um, it's it is, it is. Uh, Sixteen thousand. Last I heard, just volunteers from around the world have come to fight alongside them. Just volunteers bringing their own gear, their own weapons, their own protective. Right. And they're just, they got nothing to gain. They're not getting paid. Well, the they're United just like, States well. is well armed, so they might as well bring their shit with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, if they're going to do something, okay, go, go fight. Yeah. Right. You want, we want to fight boys, go fight. Yeah. Um, also, uh, we're sitting here chomping because we're having a little party. <laughs> the other thing. I know. The uh, other thing about Russia. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it's uh and colbert has been on fire yeah he's been great hasn't he on fire <laughs> his his i mean uh-huh his announcing to the on his uh his monologue that uh, the russia the U- ukrainian government has announced that any farmer obtaining um military uh equipment from russia will not have to claim it as an <laughs> as, as inco- a tax as yeah. income <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's a, and you <laughs> see these, the final. And the farmers are hauling their shit away. They go out oh, at night so and cool, hook, yeah. hook up their their tractors and pull those uh, land missiles. Right. Yeah. Know, all these things. They've got all this equipment. <laughs> I mean, they're not not a lot, but I mean, it's still it's brave as hell. It's, it's brave. super brave, and just the kind of thing that's got to be just setting Putin's teeth on edge you know you know he's he screwed up and he knows it now but he's in over his head so he can't pretend he can't admit he screwed it like trump he's he's just you know trump out there he can't admit he was wrong he won't ever admit he was wrong and he's just complete psychopath so he's just gonna do sound familiar yeah where does this where have we seen this yeah and uh you know trump tried to you know start a riot in the capitol that was just a weak attempt Putin's just trying to take over more and more countries because that's what you do if you're a dictator, right. which is what he is. Uh, or, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It doesn't matter right now. It'll come to you. Hold on. Yeah, have a little civil champagne. It'll come right back to you. <laughs> yeah. Asshole. That's the word I was coming oh, yeah. up with. <laughs> he's an asshole. Yeah. No, he's uh, uh, absolutely uh, out of control. And it, it, that's a, they people like that, when they get to a position where they're like helpless, get to a place where they're just, they know they're screwed and the walls are crumbling around them. That's when they get extra freaky. Right. They ramp it up a notch. They, they boost the, the crazy up to 11. And they forget, (laughs) this is, this is not Ukrainians first, first dance. Yeah. Right. They've been to this, they've been to this party before. Exactly. In in the last 20 years. Yeah. It's not 2014. Yeah. They are, they are not novices on how to right. uh, protect their cities and how to fight back. Right. And, you know, they're like the, they're like a major, like the French resistance used to be. Yeah, you know, right. Fr- during World War Two, mm-hmm. yeah, the, yeah. French, the French said, "Okay, come on in," but you yeah. know, the French resistance helped our allies, in you know, topple Hitler. But it's just. Um, their their spirit is is just wonderful and it's phenomenal. This I it's so sad. The sadness is just 
And uh, you and I were talking earlier. And 4,500 people in Russia carted away on buses to prison camps. Yeah. 4,500 yeah. protesters. And, and more to come because they're yeah, not going to... They're not going to stop. They're not gonna they know it's been... And they're just trying to lie to them and say, no, it's not happening. It's not happening. Well, obviously, the Russian people know that it is happening. The whole world is against yeah. them. All of a sudden, all yeah. their, their food supplies, their television, their news, yeah. everything has been hacked, has, has been stopped. They're going into a right. Cold War again, and they're not that far out from remembering standing in bread lines. Right, yeah. And and if they were children, you know, because that was 1980, 80, when the, the wall fell in 89? I'm going to say 91. It was 89, 91 that when, yeah, it, when it started. I'm not a historian, obviously. It started to crumble. and. Yeah. They they're not they're not playing that they're you know and they're getting these these kids are are smart enough to know how to get other which we'll talk about right they're getting more information from different from different areas so that they are informed about what's going on right you can't they have you know the whole world's against them and it's it's different now in an age of the internet you oh. know there's going to be information that there is available to these people. They're not going to let. We can't let. We can't let Ukraine become Aleppo. We just can't let it become Syria again. Yeah. The Russians have got to be stopped on this one. This is just. It's just not. We should. And everybody see, feels it. If if we hadn't had Trump, Aleppo would not have happened. I mean, it it was bad during during um, Obama, but once Trump came in, you know, he just he just hung out, hung him out to dry. Plus the Kurds. And, you know, the, the thing that's so bad about this, um, uh, you know, Yuval Noah Harari, mm -hmm. the, the guy who wrote Sapiens? Yeah. You, the historian you, yeah, and philosopher. He's a sort of a phil philosophical historian right. and, and uh, anthropologist. And um, he was, I was listening to a TED Talk he was doing yesterday, and he was saying that the, the, the biggest cost of this is that military budgets right now around the world around 6% of the national budget for most for the average country now they're going to be boosted back up to 30 40 50% in, in at the cost of healthcare and education and and infrastructure all, things, all yeah. this stuff that we were already struggling to try to pay for now our military budgets are going to have to shoot up to whatever it is well our military budget is ginormous it's anyway. already big yeah but what they're saying also, I heard this morning, uh, countries that have never, like Germany has not built their, 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 uh, their military since World War II. I mean, they've, they have a military. But because of the stigma that, you know, they, have not, they haven't participated in building in, in, in arms and all this other stuff. Right. They're off the charts. They they just nope. We're putting money into our into our military. Japan, who has a pacifist constitution, is not. They said we will never we will never engage right. again in something like that. Nor will we we will we fight. Right. But they're supplying uh, uh, vests, uh, wow. bulletproof okay. vests well, to the okay. Ukrainian um, army. That's good. They're sending That's stuff something. over, and they're they're building their army, their yeah. supplies up, so that they can help send things. They won't fight, but they will send things, and just the fact that Switzerland 
took a side. Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? It's unbelievable. Oh, unreal, unheard of. And so, and and the fact that they're cutting off this this money, and and their their stock market has gone just from it's it's not even a hundred to zero, and they've had to close it. They've closed it because it just went flatlined yeah. on them, and um, and we are going to be affected. Yeah, Putin can't even get garbage service. That's but the great. Kremlin. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, Isn't that great? That's great. Uh, oh, I'm not sure that's true. That would be funny, though. Up. But I mean, but that's what's happening. Their economy is falling to pieces. Right. Ordinary people. It's that, that's the sad thing. It's the people on the street that don't want the war. They're the ones that suddenly can't are having trouble getting groceries again. Right. Are having trouble getting gas for their cars, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, you know, they're the ones that are going to suffer. Putin's not. He's still going to sit in his billion dollar. Well, fortress, and you know they haven't had they they've shut down all all free American pre- all free press. I mean, right. there's no there's no outside influences coming in, and but up until then, uh, the propaganda machine was was telling the Russian people yeah. that they're going in to eliminate Nazis. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's very clear now to the Russian people. That this is a lie. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they've had to be quiet for so long for fear. In They've lived in fear for so long. Really? Yeah. That they just keep their head down and do their job mm-hmm. and try to have their little life. And, you know, and put they put money into sports and stuff. And there again, the sports. Mm-hmm. These guys have been, I mean, the NFL, they've been cut out of hockey. They've been cut out of Olympics. They've been cut out of well, all FIFA, kinds of FIFA, the international... Soccer, football yeah. um, association has banned them from the World Cup, which is huge. You know, they were. Well, and w- they're holding one of our uh, WMB, the WMB mm-hmm. yeah, who, women's. Who brought weed in, is that right? No, she had a, she had a CBD vape pen. CBD vape pen. Oh, a CBD wow. vape pen. Wow, okay. And, uh, well, they're using her as leverage. Obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's, that's sad. Yeah. And it is sad, and uh, we don't have all our all our diplomats are out. They right. they they flew them out. They're gone. So well, I'm surprised they didn't. Um, if they did brief her and all the team, look, not here. You can't bring in anything, even if you think it's. Well, she was leaving. She was coming back to the states. Right. I mean, she was pl- she had been playing, and she was going back yeah. to play American basketball. Right. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I I'd hate, but she probably uses it for pain. Nonetheless, yeah. You you gotta know on an airline, just leave that thing in a garbage can somewhere. Well, and Russia, get home in a Russian airline. Yeah, Russia, come yeah. on, you know. Um, That's a little naive, and it's sad. I'm, I really hope that one resolves itself. But well, she's gonna be there for a while. Yeah, she's gonna be a, a pawn. You're right. And, um, but, uh, this, uh, the cyber stuff is, um, you know, and we're, as much as, as, yeah, we may, we may lose stuff, you know, but they were saying like, we get, you know, well, we may lose gas pumps and stuff like that. Well, they attacked us last year. Right. Russia closed down the East coast. Mm Mm-hmm. So and uh, <coughs> what they're doing in Europe, too, is this is ramping up the efforts to develop other sources of energy. Yeah. This is having that effect yeah. a, as a side effect. It's, it's not a bad People thing. are going, well, what if we didn't need oil anymore? 
You know, yeah, hey, let's get, ooh, never let's thought get these, of that. Let's get these windmills going. What do you say? How about that? Wave energy, you know, right. w- wind energy, uh, geothermal, solar. There's solar. There's so many, yeah. so many other options yeah. that need to be developed, but they're too expensive. Well, you know, so is gas. <laughs> well, they've been paying over five dollars a gallon for years, mm-hmm. years in in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why, I mean, you see a lot of bicycles, people, and they're much healthier than they are because they use their bicycles everywhere. They don't have suburbs. You know, they don't have a lot of suburbs. Right. Uh, and they used mass transit and stuff like that and electric. Yeah, there. right, yeah. But, yeah, we have, I mean, it's <coughs> as scary as this is, and boy, it's scary. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Like I said last week, my only hope is that there's people around Putin that will go, nope. If you reach for that button, we're going to chop your arm off and put you in prison. Because well, that's suicide. You know, is. pushing the nuclear button is, isn't just killing other people. You're killing yourself. There's, missiles will be coming back the other direction. Well, just, and not that's only, the th- but we're le- the annihilating the world. Yeah. You can't have that much no. radiation in, in the, you know, you can't. Yeah, you know. and, and I think that's what's kept things at bay for decades is that everybody's smart enough to know that. But then crazy, you know, factor in crazy. Well, we, if we just hit one uh, and show him that we mean business, that's the fright, mm-hmm. you know, that he's going to, he'll hit one. Right, yeah. But it, you can't. I feel sorry for Joe Biden. I do feel sorry for him. He's had a lot on his plate. Yeah, boy, oh boy, he's, he's inherited mean, a junk pile. I more than any other president, mm-hmm. even during World War Two. Yeah, Roosevelt, you know, had a lot on his plate because he was fighting on on every front. Yeah, you know, in, in the world. But I'm telling you, this is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah, his between the wars, climate change, racial inequity, and COVID. COVID. I mean, thirty-four percent of Ukraine is only only thirty-four percent of them are vaccinated. Yeah, which is yeah. very frightening. Right. Because. They're in these bomb shelters together. They're in, you know, they're, if they can't get out, which they're having a hard time getting out because the Russians keep saying, no, it's safe. Mm-hmm. And then they kill a family of five. Right. Getting on a bus, a safe bus. Right. You know, there's, you know, no, uh-uh. Yeah. It's very frightening. We just have to, and I, I think the United States is going to have to, well, we're starting to buy MiGs and sending them into um, Poland. They can fly out yeah. of Poland. <coughs> oh. They lo- Russia lost <coughs> nine nine air- aircraft yesterday. Really? Nine. Oh, that's they huge. Were shot down or? Yes. Oh wow. Yeah, they lost huh. nine. Wow. They don't. I don't think their pilots are that trained. Not so. ready for this. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. A lot of their army, I guess, is just a kids that were volunteers and thought it was a training exercise. And, and next they were going to get know, a paycheck. They hear bullets whizzing by their head. Yeah. Yeah. That was that whole that whole convoy. Mm-hmm. That was three miles long. Right. They were, those kids were texting home going, we're not supposed to be here. I thought this was capture the flag. This was supposed to be a training <laughs> exercise. Now we're outside of Ukraine. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway. Well, we won't talk about this all day long. Yeah. Yeah. It would be easy but, to talk about it. It's something that's on everybody's but, minds right now. And hopefully, uh, you know, there was a, one more thing. There was yeah. another oligarch today that uh, put out a bounty on, on, Putin, you heard about that? No, I didn't. A million dollar bounty for anyone that can bring him in for under arrest, either dead or alive. So, 
that's so the out oligarchs there. that some of the oligarchs aren't, aren't, are like that aren't the arms dealers. No, they're getting hurt by this. Some Big of them, time. yeah. So they're losing. Some of them are like, hey, whoa, 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 we got to get this guy out of here if he's going to be doing idiotic shit like this. Yeah. Well, I think. Um, so it's, it's not done I yet. Think his, I think his downfall will come from within. Yeah. I think his the Russian right. people just will not. They just. Yeah. Forty five hundred people. Fine. Right. You want another 4,500 every hour? Here you go. Mm-hmm. Find a space for us asshats. Right. Yeah. You know, there's not going to be, you can't arrest everybody. Yeah. And the, the world's watching now. They can't, I don't think they could get away with uh, just exterminating everybody either. Oh, God. You know. I never thought of that. Well, it's it? Putin, isn't it? I he mean, Putin, it, it's yeah. clearly, he isn't, he's he has no psychopathic p- and yeah. has not a moral bone in his body. No. So anything's on the table for somebody yeah. like that. And it's horrible to think about, and hopefully, yeah, hopefully he will be taken out and taken down. I just want him to release the P tapes. Yeah, that'd be good too. Along the way, <laughs> I want the P tapes released. Well, you noticed uh, Donald Trump's still been dancing the oh, whole time. He's dancing hard though. He's scared <laughs> to death. This guy. Oh, you know, uh, he seems fine to me. <laughs> he's genius. He's a genius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, keep saying that. Yeah. The other thing I was going to say is that um, they announced yesterday that um, Marco Rubio, who is uh, the intelligence, he sits on, he's like leads the intelligence committee. Oh, okay. Uh, took like three million dollars or something like that from a Russian oligarch for his his campaign. <coughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. In fact, <coughs> they're now realizing there's a lot of Russian money involved in all Lindsey Graham, <coughs> all of them, all of them. Wow. Took, took Russian money. Okay. And so <laughs> some of the reasons they may be, all the Republicans that are that are uh, backing Putin. Right. Or not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, they took oligarch money for their campaigns. Okay. And so it's like, okay. Let's make that known. This is uh, this is it. not acceptable, <coughs> nor should you be in office. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that's who wants you in office, there's a reason. Yeah. And, well, he, I think he took money uh, in 2016 when he was running, when Rubio was running for president. Remember, he, he was one of the right. Republican yes, candidates. Yes, I do, yeah. So I think he, he took Russian money. But when you take Russian money, there are always strings attached. Of course. Right. So... No. That's uh, true of uh, U.S. money as well, right? So that's um, that's going to be fun to watch. Upon on top of everything else that we have to pay attention to. Yeah, but right. <coughs> anyway, wow. So how do you feel about this two hundredth episode? How do you feel about right? Us yeah, doing that's this? the two hundredth episode in four years. Four long years. <laughs> yeah. Well, this uh, this <laughs> coming. Two, in two weeks, we're, it's like we're yeah. 39 years in the business. Yeah, right? Yeah. 39. We Stand go on up. our 40th year this year. Uh, yeah. Wow. So next year, we'll have a big party. It, on if you count the two years of coronavirus, the, well, the year of, you know. It's true, but we have to count them. We did them. Zoom shows. I mean, yeah. we did what anybody could have done during that time. You yeah. Know, so. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, they're not going to take that away from me. Yeah. You know. We had enough. That was enough. And it's it's really, um, I want to tell you about the show that I did this weekend at this beautiful, at this beautiful venue that's out. It's a new venue out in, out in uh, Beaverton, uh, Oregon. And it's 550 seats. 
Performing Arts Center and Gallery. And um, the, the it's it's lovely. It's yeah, you showed you posted a picture of it. What a nice space! Lovely, and it's this. It they've redone this whole little kind of a European downtown area uh, off of Southwest Hall. Right. And um, it's just really a. It's going to be really nice. But um, uh, what I realized was, um, I don't have a filter anymore. Um, uh-huh. After two years <laughs> of not being able to perform, right? Um, I'm very guarded about my the shows. I'm very. I'm like, okay, I don't know how much longer I have in these things. So right. this this better be done right. You know, we're gonna, mm, you know, see, yeah. comics have to be <coughs> respectful of stuff and yeah. you know act professional. Right. And I almost lost my shit. Oh. On a couple comics, on one comic in uh, particular. Oh, on the comics, not on the crowd. Yeah, well, no, the crowd was wonderful, mm-hmm. but they were they were the they were doing a, a trial run show because they are opening this week. I see, and so they needed to run a show to see if they could get light cues, if there oh, were everything, all okay. the equipment worked right, and right. they could get through it. So they put on this comedy show, and they asked us to come and do it. And I, fine, I'd be happy to help. And um, Katie Wynn was on it. And uh, who was in my f- our festival, and uh, Philip Schallenberger from Portland, mm-hmm. and um, another gal who was a comic here for a long time, um, but I didn't know her, uh, who had moved to LA and come back, um, Sabra, I think I don't know her last name, and this other gal. Anyway, um, we only had fifteen minutes. Ten to fifteen minutes was our time. No, okay. Okay, and that's fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. And Phil Schallenberger does. A, he's a performance artist, so mm-hmm. he's he's got presentation. So he he closed the show out, which was perfect. Oh, good. Um, <coughs> and he's very very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the gal in front of him, who was incredibly unprofessional, um, kept banging on the brand new mics. Oh God! I mean, banging on it. Oh God! It's and it was incredibly annoying. Uh, it was supposed to do fifteen minutes. She brought her notes on stage. Did a half an hour. Course, I'm back there just going, yeah. You know, the producer in me can't is now coming out. It's like, hey, give her the light, tell him to give her the light again. Well, turn yeah, the, turn the <coughs> light off. Yeah, you don't appoint yourself this the star of the show like that. Well, she and it was just so stupid because she wasn't, she wasn't chilling, she was no, not no, <laughs> she wasn't no. even hurting she, anybody. She was dirty uh, and okay, it, you yeah. know, that kind of stuff. And I shouldn't talk about this, but I am. I'm not naming names, though. And um, it was, uh, uh, I was. <sighs> yeah. It was, but it's a beautiful venue. And I'm hoping, I don't know if it'll be asked back. It's not that. okay. If, if you're a younger, newer comic, it is not okay to appoint yourself a bigger act than you've been hired to do exactly. at the expense of the people who have to follow you. Right. It's not okay to stretch your time and just go, well, they love me. I'm going to stay up here. That is not okay. No, it's not okay. You can't do that. You're screwing the show yeah. just for your own personal ego. It's the, it's a horrible thing to do, and a lot of people still do it. And, uh, I mean, but I, you know, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I mean, I they put me on first. They right. did, I wasn't supposed to go on first, but right. the MC, the gal who was running the show, didn't grab the right uh, oh, lineup. Oh, she just brought you up? 
Yeah, well, I had, there was oh. no no intro or anything. Oops. She had nothing to say about me. Oh god. And so and and this the the production manager comes comes running. Luckily, I was back there. She goes. She, she comes running back up to me and she goes, "Are you ready to go on?" I go, "Yeah." Why? She says she grabbed the wrong. She has she has the wrong list. Oh god. And I said. So I'm first on the list. She goes, you're first on the list. Oh, see, I, so that's where I would have said, no, march out there and give her the right list. Even if it disrupts this part of the show, get out there and give her the right list. No, we're not switching the order. That's what I would have done. Well, I probably should have, but, you know, she was so stressed anyway, and I just didn't want to add to that. I mean, she was, I didn't want to make her feel worse. Right. You know, so, because she's running, she's making sure her tech people are getting the right cues. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. Right. And she's, you know, and so I, I said, fine, I can go on. Okay. I mean, I didn't want to seem like a diva. Uh, and I thought, fine, I'll just go on. Well, I went on, and I had a great set. And I only ran the light by a minute, because the yeah. only light they had was to dim, they, they dimmed the spotlight. Uh -huh. They went, they flashed the spotlight, so the spotlight went off and on. Right. <laughs> and I said, I needed a 10-minute light. So when it, they went and what? what? <laughs> and it, not only did it, they turned it off, uh -huh. but when they turned it off, it did something to the mic. So the mic went off too. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> and then it came back on. <laughs> and I thought, okay, there was my, you know, so I knew I had five minutes. And then they gave me another one at 15. They, f uh -huh. and I went, I got it. And <coughs> I, so I, that's when I'll go. Um, and I finished up and I left. I've done this where the, something like that happens and I'll go, oh, did anybody else see that? <laughs> okay, that's uh, good. Just I thought me. it was like an aneurysm or something. <laughs> I know, I okay, know. let's go on. I know exactly. <laughs> I know. And, uh, you know, it was just, and it was really, it was good for them because they had to run this whole thing. And it was, you know, they got, they, I'm sure they had a plethora of notes, you know, to go through today to get yeah. ready for it. Oh, I'm you bad, know, the, yeah. their big show coming up. Mm -hmm. But, um, uh, it's a lovely venue and lovely like people it, yeah. and lovely people are running it and um, uh, so I hope I hope uh, I hope in some way the comedy community is able to utilize this space in some way yeah because it's just beautiful and it's 550 seats which is perfect oh that's great it's a perfect size and uh, great acoustics and everything but they're gonna have a lot of music yeah, you could bring in a name uh, for that size yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just it's it's a lovely space, but and it, I was really grateful that I got to do it and had a fun time. Um, I probably left a bad taste in, in a few people's mouths, but you know, sounds like you were a team player to me. I tried <coughs> to be, but I was also you know the producer and me just and came out. Well, and, and they like need you that. They need someone to go look. You really should do this. You really probably should not do that. And know, point out what they can work on. I they really want to give this gal notes. Yeah. I really want to send her a note and say, mm -hmm. okay, these don't come along that well, that many, and you don't work new material on a show like this. This is not your spot. That's yeah. not your place to work on right. new, new material. Yeah. No kidding, right? You bring your A game. This is your A game a show. A game, you bring your, your dress. Oh, that was the other thing. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> they didn't dress up. MC had on uh. a white T-shirt with a spot. She had on a, a wrinkled... <laughs> was a it wrinkled a fashionable spot? Was no, it deliberate? No, it looked like her baby threw up on her. Oh and, it, and then it had a, a white... She had a, a checkered, uh, wrinkled shirt and torn jeans. Yeah. Which is my nemesis. The torn jean thing is my nemesis. I'm going... You, mm, not See, a, I'll mm -hmm. give that to someone if that's... If it's a if Thursday it's like night a show. style choice that they are all into. 
You know what I mean? Because like sometimes torn jeans can be like expensive jeans. They come like that. Well, if it's part of a you know if I'm it's saying? part of a costume. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But you know the thing about <coughs> it is, when you is can that tell it's just thrown together like that. And well, this is it's Saturday night at a performing arts center. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Make an effort. Right. Yeah. So um, anyway, but that was just that's just that's just the old comic in me. So yeah. that's you know I I'm not asking forgiveness or understanding. It's just it's I have to. I have a feeling there's some enemies coming down the pike for me because I'm, really? probably, I'm probably not going to be able to hold my tongue. Well, yeah. And that's the way it is. Yeah, that's the way it is. So anyway, yeah. but um, this week at, uh, I'll just plug it right now, uh, Kiggins Theater. Vancouver. They're charging cover now. Well, good. And I'm there well, Thursday, Thursday night, the 10th. Good. With Dylan. Oh, God. Dylan Jenkins. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be, be fun. Great. It'll be fun. <coughs> anyway. Uh, fun, yeah. So... That was my uh, that was my weekend, um, and uh, back to the two hundredth episode. I was telling Art uh, as he walked in the door. I was playing our very first episode. Yeah, uh, wow. with, with yeah. that w- that from four years ago. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it's four years ago. It was we posted it on March fourth, two thousand eighteen. Yeah, yeah, wow. exactly, March fourth, two thousand eighteen, and it was with Dwight Slade. And you guys, I w- any comics out there listening, young comics, I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode because Dwight Slade and Art tell some of the best road stories ever. Go to podbean.com and then we'll have a listing of our episodes and you can scroll down to whatever one you uh, want. You can, lo- you can listen to our, all our episodes on yeah. Apple, on Apple Podcasts. You just have oh. to keep, you know, more episodes, more episodes, oh, more episodes. Okay, all right. And uh, Dwight and Art tell the best road stories and, and how we used to promote ourselves <laughs> back in the day when, right. you know, the, the light bulb had just been invented. <laughs> and it, it's <coughs> just, yeah. it, it made me laugh out loud. Oh, yeah, the promo materials the, we had. Yeah, you were, you were telling <laughs> the story about how you made your promo material. I had mm-hmm. Jim Edgerton design mine. Oh, okay. He was an actual graphic designer. He was a graphic designer <coughs> and he designed a great little promo k- package for me. Right. I got a ton of work off of it. Oh, wow. A ton of work off go. of it. There you go. Because he did me as a paper doll. Oh. And it was on the front and I was, you could cut out the paper dolls and then I, the paper doll. I remember that. And then I had different outfits. I had <laughs> Elvira. Uh-huh. Oh, God. I, and I, big busty old Elvira. God, that's very clever. I had Rambo. Because uh-huh. that was Rambo was the big movie. I had uh-huh. I had something else. I can't remember the other. It was very cute. It was very, uh, and I got a ton of work off of it. Wow. And you you were you were you told me about you were yeah. When, when I started doing my own promo kits, I'd get uh, just a folder that you'd put your homework in, and I'd uh, <coughs> get those rub off letters that you can buy and use a little pencil or a nickel or something and just scrape. <laughs> Like that, and I'd rub <laughs> the letters, and I kind of hoped that they would line up, but they didn't. It would look more like a ransom note than an actual <laughs> promo. <kit. laughs> and I tried to design a little triangle around it to make it look fancy. I know, and it looked really homemade. And I did not get a ton of work off that. I got whatever work I was going to get. We anyhow. were going. We all got work though. Yeah. I mean, it was, I think. Yeah. I think I thought it was the promo because, but there was just so much work to be had. It didn't matter. Yeah. You just, you know, you yeah. got called anyway because it was just. 
process of elimination. They needed comedians, and there's a small pool of comedians to draw right, from. Right, yeah, exactly. We're very, very fortunate. Yeah, and uh, <coughs> but we had. Um, I didn't know that. But I might even take this episode <laughs> and post it on the Portland Comedy Board and go, listen to the first 40 minutes of this episode yeah. because you guys need to know what it was like. What it was really like. What Portland yeah. like comedy, because it was really fun. And I encourage everybody to go back and listen to our first episode. Yeah. Dwight tells just great stories. And yeah, right. uh, he's one of our dearest, bestest friends. So Still tells great stories. Yeah, he does. He's just the best. But um, And we've had some great guests. I mean, Rod Long. That's uh, right. Joe Vespasiani. <coughs> Darcel. Darcel's yeah, was. Yeah, Helen Raptus. Helen, our sweet. We got to have Helen. We haven't, ha- we haven't done so her this fun. I, I miss she's her. hysterical. Yeah. And she's had some. She had that. Uh, well, I told you about that episode. I guess there's a show on A&E where older adults adopt adults to take care yes, of them. Yes, you showed me a clip from that, right. And, and she, she was interviewing somebody. She was interviewing <laughs> Zsa, Zsa Gabor's husband. Right. Who was just this <laughs> egotistical yeah. Ass hat. Yeah, yeah. And she, it was all she could do. She was laughing in his face. She just couldn't <laughs> help herself. It was the funniest. Because he just wanted someone to be his caregiver for free. Yeah. That was the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, because he <laughs> doesn't have kids. I want to adopt him so I don't have to pay someone to care for me. Exactly. Well, he doesn't have kids or, you know, nieces and nephews and stuff like that. So it's, it, is right. un- it is unfortunate. But in in the way that he was approaching it was just like really you're surprised that this kid told you to go take a fly and leap really <laughs> you know anyway uh but i love helen and she just had a which i didn't go see but she just uh, performed at uh, the triangle theater again she did a great show it was sold out they extended the mm. the show because oh, i missed it yeah it was great evidently and i'm sorry i missed it cuz i love watching her perform yeah so anyway, but uh, yeah, we'll have to have Helen back She's on. She's very good, yeah. And we have, uh, you know. There's be been a lot of fun stories. There's a lot of fun things that have happened between. And we really appreciate the people listening. Thank you very much. Yes, we do appreciate. Some of you have been listening for four years now. Thinking, thinking we'll get better. <laughs> and just yeah, waiting and yeah. for something yeah, to happen. I'm really waiting for something to happen. I'm in it this far. You're very I'm patient. Well keep You're very patient with us. <laughs> Because it really is not going to get better. It's going <laughs> to get more confusing. I'm having a hard time with words as it is. Well, we've had laughs all along the way. We've had, <coughs> we've had laughs. We've had me and my phlegm. Yeah, the phlegm. That's <laughs> been a regular guest on the show. <laughs> <laughs> the a reoccurring. Right, Arch phlegm is a, is a, is a reoccurring. He's like our, he's like the Jimmy Kimmel guy. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy who is his sidekick. Guillermo. Oh, yeah, Guillermo. Guillermo. Right. <laughs> he's our Guillermo. <laughs> So yeah. Anyway, let me let me McFlummerton. <laughs> so, so and uh, and you guys have been listening in spite of all that. So that's a testament to I those know. of you that have listened. And thank you so much. We love you. God bless you. It makes it worth doing. It makes it, it worth doing this for it year and year. Well, out. and yeah. the fact that we have very bucks. little to do anyway. So it's yeah, it's you, <laughs> you get out of the house every Monday morning, and I have to put on makeup. So <laughs> you know, those are all you know. Mental health issues that were, you know, you help us keep us sane. Although, feels like it's opening back up. I don't want to jinx anything. I know. And, you know, I've heard there is some Australian variant, but it's also supposed to be weaker. Um, Well, there's always going to be a variant. That's the thing. It's not going to be gone. No. But it just feels like maybe 
maybe at some point we won't have to wear masks indoors around well, friends. Well, as of anyhow. the end of this week. Yeah, legally we don't have to. But There's I'm... It depends on what store. In New Seasons, maybe I won't wear one. Toll Foods, but if I'm in Fred Meyer, I'm probably still going to wear one. I'm going to be wearing masks. I yeah. just, you know, um, I still don't want to appear to be like um, a Republican. So well, it's been great not having co- uh, colds and flu, too. I know it. So, you know, yeah, let's hang on to the mask. I'm worried about the kids. I'm worried about schools. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be a lot of, because there will be taunting. There will be, there will be kids that cannot yeah. risk it because they have either little ones at home in the multifamily right. dwellings, yeah. little ones at home that have not been vaccinated, or elderly Right, yeah, Elderly sure, or people parent, with pre-existing... Pre-existings and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it's very, it's going to be very hard. Um, and I was talking to my niece about, you know, she works out in Tualatin High School. And uh, they still have a huge amount of teachers out with COVID. Oh, or, really? Or, well, also, they, they have a lot of teachers out because of exhaustion. Oh, wow, yeah. And, um, but, yeah, they're still... Uh, Katie Wynn was telling, she teaches, I can't remember what high school she teaches at, but she was saying that, you know, every day there's, they have anywhere from 15 to 20 teachers out and there's hmm. no substitutes. Oh, wow. So it's, it, she said, <coughs> she thinks by April they'll go back to remote learning because really? they won't have enough teachers and people get sick again. Huh. Wow. I mean, I think well, I think it's we'll a possibility. See. See I think they should out. keep the masks in school, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. um, making sure everybody is. But that's has, become one of the biggest vaxxed. battlegrounds. I think everybody right now is ready to just go. Oh God, let's stop fighting, even though maybe that'll be a bad thing. Well, they don't <coughs> want to go back to remote. No, I'm sure they don't. I mean, these kids have gotten they they're already traumatized. Yeah, They've right. already been through that's the. That's the other thing, you know. I can't help but feeling it at my age that two years have kind of slipped away, <laughs> you know, yeah, and these remaining exactly. years feel kind of precious. They do. It doesn't feel like two years is no big deal. It feels like, wow, I just lost a chunk that I really wish I had back. But, you know, and hopefully that's why I'm saying it, hopefully it'll go back to either being able to socialize with friends. I'm, uh, I invited a couple over that has been really cautious about it the whole mm-hmm. way. To come over to our house and have an evening and dinner, you know, we've done right. a few things like that, and it's felt safe because we know the people are, right, are exactly. very safe. And right. But you know, it here's what is weird too is like just on the street, I go walking the dog, I, the in Portland with sidewalks, it becomes this thing. If somebody's walking on your side of the street, and you're walking down the other way, you, someone has a decision to make. Like, you can't just pass each other by in the sidewalk during COVID. You really? have to, somebody will cross over to the other side of the street almost really? invariably. Oh, do yeah. you see that all the See, I don't all walk down the, the street. All the time, I see no. that. It, not all the time. But like, yeah. high school kids, they're oblivious. They don't pay any attention. No, they don't, know. They got their chin down, their little chin mask going, and yeah. they're not even thinking about it. No. But, um, like, grown-ups will walk by, and they'll either get out of your way, they'll scoot across the s- street, or they'll just, uh, you know, they'll kind of, They'll put the mask back up or they'll look down or look away or just scoot all the way over as far as they can get. It's just a weird, it's like we've become a pariah to each other. There's this weird kind of vibe that, you know, human beings should be shunned and get the hell away from me. I don't trust you. And 
I don't know, man. That, hard to say if that'll come back. I'm hoping. Um, well, I, <coughs> yeah, I. I uh, we've already been in clubs where you know people are eating and drinking and they don't have their masks on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still keep a real arms distance and I don't shake hands. Right. Yeah. You know? But um, <coughs> sure. Uh, I love performing now, though. Right. I mean, I do. That's yeah, the one really thing is it. I think that's why I get so upset when such an amazing opportunity is uh, is uh, is is offered, and I feel the same way you do. Mm-hmm. There's I ha- there's a clock ticking on my career. Career just on my life. Yeah, I want to. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, there's a clock. Ticking. I want to enjoy life. Yeah. I want to have these years and socialize. Right. To me, life is about relationships. Yeah. That to me is the meaning of life, the relationships that you make, that you value, and that you keep. Those are the things that make it worth living. I I can't imagine living in a lighthouse somewhere. Why? What would you do? What's the point of being alive? You know, (coughs) to me, it's about (coughs) socializing. Um, It's about uh, giving and taking uh, love from the people around you. And, you know, we've cost, we've, it's cost us a lot of that. And I'm just, I'm really hoping we can get back to, Having, uh, you know, if not uh, cocktail parties, <laughs> if not like evening dinner parties where there's like 30 or 40 people there. No, but you but have like have two you know, cu- have two couples over. people. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be, yeah. Have Which we did We're for our friend Donna. Yeah, We went to her fun. birthday party. It was, yeah. it swapped some great stories the other night oh, about the early it. days. I missed it. I'm so mad. I Booking the it. ink spots when the last <laughs> remaining ink spot was That's still right. alive and had lung cancer, I believe. Oh my god! And uh, they weren't sure she was. He was like on the fence whether he was going to cancel these three really well-paid gigs. Right. And Donna was like, "Well, we wish you the best," but she's like, "Oh God, I really hope he doesn't cancel." And then he (laughs) shows up to this thing, and you can tell he's got like an oxygen tank, and he's taking a big hit off of that, and then leaning into the mic, and the audience is like leaning forward, like, "Oh, please make it work," you know? I know. I know. Yeah, and and Donna's struggling to put on a, a child's sweater uh, when there was a <laughs> like a people visiting her facility where she rented an office. They wanted to see what the space was like, mm-hmm. and and her assistant Leslie, who was at this party the other oh, night, was good. saying that oh. Donna was like, "No, no, it's okay. I got this." And she's struggling to put on this sweater, and <laughs> finally realized it was her daughter's sweater, <laughs> who was probably all of ten at the time. Oh my god. <laughs> so, <laughs> You know, uh, just, just just funny, funny stories, stories yeah. from uh, back in well, the Donna day. Well, Donna has some funny stories oh, that she, she doesn't know stories. that they're funny, but she starts yeah. telling them, and we just fall down. Oh yes, laughing yeah. because you yeah. just kind of go, Donna, you didn't. She's she so did. great. She's very sweet. She's yeah. very sweet. She's like the 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 probably the nicest of all the bookers I've worked for. I know. I'd have to say, she always wanted to be fair. She always cared about you as much right. as she cared about the client. Right. And um. Yeah, and she fought for her comments. Everybody, all the other bookers have their pluses and minuses, and that's fine and good. Uh, Donna uh, stands out, I think. For yeah, Donna her did integrity. stand out, especially for the per- people in Portland. She always, mm-hmm. you know. She, she gave me my first gig, you know. She did. At uh, Gatsby's, the strip club, where they didn't allow jeans on stage. Oh, I did Gatsby's, too. She, I don't yeah. know if I got it through her. I can't remember. Yeah, that was, it was my first gig ever. I was like 35 bucks, I think. And I'm up there going, yeah, I guess butt naked's fine, but jeans are a little tacky. And the owner's like, who is this guy? Get him off. Get him off. 
Madonna came to that game and what it showed. But that's it. so funny. That yeah. you mean that makes <laughs> sense. Know, it on, just makes sense. Jeans? You want all really. jeans? Well, I, I know. What's the logic? But I know. Well, I yeah. She gave me my very first gig ever, and she gave me some scary ones, but she gave me some good work uh, over the years for real. Well, Dwight ta- you and you in that first episode talk about the Keystone Cops. I, Dwight talks about doing uh-huh. the Keystone Cop routine. The thing that we got hired for back in those days was just like crazy. Oh, yeah. They want, I mean, they, oh, yeah. I, I got asked to do more shows where I was just a, a entertaining party guest. Right. No, I don't. Nope. No, I'm not going to be an entertaining party guest. <laughs> nope. You know, yeah, or, no. or, oh, we're going to have a birthday party at my house. Will you come? Oh, God, those are the worst. And I did one of those, and yeah. went, that's the last Never one I'll again. do of those. Oh, me too. Mm, no. Standing on the fireplace hearth yeah. with a bunch of attorneys walking around and their wives and husbands. And you're no. like, oh, God, what am I doing here? I don't I know. belong here. This is, it's crazy. And then uh, there was the one where uh, Donna got a call saying they wanted a singing gorilla. And to <laughs> do a sting operation on the birthday boy, and she said, "No, but I have a comedian." So you can imagine how that went. Oh my god! <laughs> I disappointed them. Let's just say. Oh, I've disappointed so many. <laughs> I, it's like what? Yeah, but that's what you're looking for. But yeah, that's what people want. They want bizarre shit. They want a guy holding a sandwich board out in front of a Safeway. They think you're a comic, so that's that's yeah, what that you're going to do. do. You're a clown. Whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan Dupree and I got to be mimes. <laughs> out on the sidewalk of downtown Portland and Broadway, right in front of a jewelry store. Oh, my God. And we told our agent at the time, uh, Sam Downey, no, we're not really mimes. She goes, do you have to be really? You know what they look like, right? So we put on our <laughs> we put on our, on our white face, and we tried to pretend we were mimes like we were playing frisbee, air frisbee to each other. <laughs> we sat on the sidewalk playing chess with each other. Nothing a mime would do because right. it wasn't any mime skills. Yeah. I mean, I had a couple of mime classes back in college, and right. I could do the pulling the rope and the wall. After that, it was about it. That was my whole mime thing. <laughs> so it was an hour, and then they called course the agent says well you know uh they were really mimes were they <laughs> she goes no but you know it got people's attention i know i know in fact somebody actually why walked <laughs> by and went wait aren't you that comedian oh, <laughs> i just went no. no like you can't speak but no nope. <laughs> <laughs> not right now i'm not oh my god <laughs> sam downey got me the we sing the, the we, we Sing. Oh. Yeah, we did the We... There was a, a whole plethora of videos that were put out for kids. We Sing videos. The We Sing uh, goes to the circus. We Sing this. We Sing that. I can't remember. Ours was a birthday party. We Sing the birthday party. And I played the teapot. I was the little teapot. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you can still see it. It's 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 out there. Oh, but my God. Um, Do a search uh, for We Sing Susan Rice no, yeah, teapot. Birthday party. Um, <laughs> it was hysterical. I mean, there was really great actors in it and everything and singers and stuff. And, um, I had to be the teapot. Well, they built the teapot out of fiberglass and oh. insulation. And it was about a thousand degrees in this damn oh costume. God. Oh, God. And it was, it was hot in the studio cause we were under studio lights uh-huh. and I was completely enclosed. And it was just uh-huh. my legs and my arms were sticking out of this 100,000-pound teapot. Uh-huh. And um, I just remember reading the script going, they can't say that. Because at the birthday party, 
somebody says, uh, aren't you a, oh, God, what is it? I see I, I spaced it. It's, um, aren't you a something? And I said, I, my line is to this little kid, what are you, blind? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the little teapot. <laughs> and um, and I and I, I stop the production and I go, I take the hat off thing. I go, you can't say this. Uh-huh. You can't do this. This is <laughs> uh, this is back in 1985. Yeah, even then you knew 1985. I went, yeah. you can't say this. <laughs> this is not something you, you can blind? say. What if we told you to say, what are you retarded? I know, I know exactly. You know? I go, there's little kids that are blind that are going to be listening to I this. You, you can't, can't say that. You, can't do, yeah. you know, and they went, oh, yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah, well, let's <laughs> rewrite this line. And I go, what are you, silly? Uh, I'm okay. a little teapot, you yeah. know. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, you can't say, what are you, blind? I was supposed to be like a Mae West. They go, yeah. we want you to be Mae West. I go, Tell me how many four-year-olds know who the hell Mae West is. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, that yeah. brings it all back. <laughs> just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, it was, I got a big paycheck out of it, but it was a lot of yeah. fun. And it was a lot of fun. It was just really hot. We but, get um, thrown into so many situations like that. The Marx Brothers we had to do was for a corporate party one time running around. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, there's, there's always some somebody hatches an idea and it thinks, comedians, that's all do it. They'll do anything. <laughs> I got, I know. I got asked to show up as one of uh, this guy's birthday at the birthday party, as one of his old girlfriends, and I was oh supposed to God. bring. I was supposed to bring a fourteen-year-old boy in tow, uh, like it was his son. Oh, okay. And I said, no. Oh yeah, that sounds a no, little that's that's dodgy. No, we're not going to do that. Yeah, right. That's not, no, that is not, that's not a happy birthday. (laughs) That that doesn't say happy birthday to anybody. There's a lot of people in there (laughs) that have had, you know, no, no, that's not going to happen. So, yeah. Oh, my God. So, um, I was, uh, I don't know, where are we here? We're we're doing right. Yeah. So, um, we were talking about, I was talking to you last night about Liam and he's doing well and he has a, has a, a place to live now. Yeah, on a trial basis. They, they, it's this house of artists community that uh, they wanted to make sure they're going to fit in, you know, and not be uh, an asshole, basically, because I'm sure they've had that happen. And it's a communal space, so uh-huh. it, it kind of matters. You know, you're living right. intensely with these other people, and he's getting along with them great. He's uh, made some. Uh, he's met a number of them and, and sat and talked the night away with uh, the guy who is another film producer, oh, who turns out is the guy who kind of is the main guy to make the decision uh, whether he'll stay. So he'll probably he'll probably get to stay. Interviewing for roommates. How many times do you wish now oh, d- you had inter- had you had interviewed oh, roommates? That would back. be the good oh, idea. Uh, let me ju- one quick question. You got any crazy in you? I know. <laughs> we've had some Yeah. Are knives going to be a problem in the house? <laughs> <laughs> it's like cuz yeah. There's been s- and you and I were roommates. Right? When but we first we started. Had, but we, we were in a play together but we had been doing theater together yeah yeah and um uh, and prior to that my other roommates prior to you moving in because i lived there for i would live there before i, w- I was there when you moved in i mean yeah. i lived with other uh actors right that uh, i had mm-hmm. done the fantastics with oh, oh uh, okay. through sumas i see right. and um uh gary harper uh, who was an excellent, he played El Gallo, mm-hmm. and he's an excellent, he's a graphic designer, he's a, he's amazing. 
and um, uh, Sarah, oh God, uh, Cole, Sarah Cole. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, yeah, that was a lot, and and uh, we had a lot of fun, but it became increasingly um, obvious that you know we were different personalities. Gary right. was a big personality; he was a very big personality, right? And he was a he was very picky about his surroundings and his the design. So there was a lot of okay, I won't put that there kind yeah, of stuff, right? You know, but um, I've had good roommates, but I've had yeah, we've both had a, a situations where uh, you just didn't know how to get out of it, and it was really awkward. And no well, you you had a girlfriend and who just sort of weaseled her way into my uh, house, basically. We were kind of going out, kind of dating, kind of, I was casual about it, but, and then she uh, came over to my apartment one day and told me that she was being kicked out of her place, you know, that, and I was like, oh, what's that about? You know, she's waitressing, so I know she has enough money to pay the rent. I know. Something's going on there, and then she's like, can I just use your phone so I can call around and find somewhere to stay? You know, and I'm sitting there like, oh, good luck, and you know. <laughs> And, you know, so she called for about like a half an hour. And I just don't know what to do. You know, and I was like, because ah, I'm a soft touch. I'm like, All right, you can just stay here in the meantime. Well, that ended up being like a year. And then finally I had to move to L.A. Because, like, <laughs> I would go on the road down to Bend and, and I'd say, well, uh, you know, have a nice weekend. And then she'd show up. She'd take the bus down there and show up after the show, stuff like that. Oh, you know, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, really weird, creepy, clingy stuff. Oh, no. Yeah. And then um, finally, I just uh, I moved to L.A. And uh, so it's like, look, sorry, but this is a solo flight that you, you can't come. You're going to have to figure it out. I don't know what you're going to do, but I hope you have a good life. And I saw her uh, <laughs> no, two years ago on the street. And the, she had dreadlocks now. And I started to raise my hand and then went, oh, God, fuck, God, no, no, turn your head. <laughs> <laughs> no eye contact. Don't look. No, look. <laughs> <laughs> that is a door that's been closed and sealed shut. Let's not crack it open even slightly. Well, I remember <laughs> her, and she was. She was kind of Looney Tunes she, a little she, bit. Yeah. She pretty much danced to her own drummer. Well, she claimed to be uh, a multiple personality, which I don't know if that's crazier or claiming to be is crazier. Either way. I know. You can uh, can I talk to the same show. one? I'd like to talk to the same one right now. <laughs> so somebody in there with a logic from, mind. I from a thing, and she'd be doing this this kind of slunched housewife character that she'd be deep into, you know, cleaning up and scrubbing. I, of and all the people that this happens to, yeah. you are just not the one I would think that it would. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> anyhow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, uh, it was interesting. I lived, I lived, uh, I moved out on a couple uh a couple roommates. But I the sex was good. Can I just say? I don't want to hear With a it. crazy person. <laughs> you <laughs> are so never bad. Again, never again. I learned my lesson. Yeah. The trouble with that is that afterwards, know, you got to be around them. You got to, and you got That gotta, was a big lesson I learned well from that. Well, you, you got to talk to several different people after sex. It's <laughs> like, know, you, you, just, to, you got to, you know, it's just, like, you don't it's like communicate with me. in the green room I and they all want to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that yeah. was the, that's the thing about that. It, and I did learn that lesson, too. That, I mean, like, you know, you got to be, you got to think as you're, like, trying to hit on somebody. Back when I was single, I would always even then think, now, well, let's say we do get somewhere. And then afterwards, is this who I want to still be talking to? 
<laughs> do I still, am I, am I interested at all in who uh, this person is afterwards yeah. or just for now? I know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I always came to the, nah, it's not worth it. <laughs> 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 Which limited a uh, whole lot of opportunities for me, but, you know, also saved me from a whole lot of embarrassment and an awkward kind of, yeah. the shouldn't you be going now moments. <laughs> well, uh, I I uh, I applaud Liam for um, you know reaching out to strangers and and you know he's he's really good at that. Yeah, he's, he's a, a good he, kid. He can be a very he's a, charming. Um, he's very charming person, and he can uh, he's he engages people and he's interested in them, which is a great quality. Right, it's a very important quality. Yeah, it's very yeah. important, especially when you're. Trying to create something, yeah. you have to, you know. So anyway, well, this has been so much fun. Mm -hmm. um, we want, we want to thank you guys. Uh, we hope you. Oh, you have one more thing you want to talk about well, before we go. I wanted to play us out with. Uh, oh, that's one right. of our old uh, uh, ads, our old fake oh, ads that we used are to do. You, and we got to get him. I'm gonna stay on him because he writes the best ads. So here okay, we go. Here's from the day. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, there you go. That was <laughs> That's great. how that one petered out. That was very fun. <laughs> Thank you very much. We're gonna I'm gonna keep on him because he writes great commercials. Anyway, thanks again, you guys. Uh and I hope you uh, have a good week. Stay sane. Step away from the news every yeah. every day. Step away and do something fun. And thanks for staying with us for four years. It really means a lot. <laughs>